Glad to be in for Sean. It is your boy, Joe Pags. It's an absolute honor, as always, along with Linda McLaughlin. Linda, how are you? Good to see you. I am great. Thanks for being here, Joe, and filling in for Sean. We greatly appreciate it. It is amazing to do it every time, and you are great. I agree with you. Ethan, along for the ride as well. We've got a lot to get to today. We've got this 14th Amendment deal out of Colorado, and I just, late report, well, Linda, I don't know if you saw this. This just broke. It turns out they might be indulging in Colorado's very lenient marijuana laws on the court there. Not sure. But I think that might be what happened yesterday. We're going to break down the 14th Amendment, how stupid this ruling is, how Trump is actually still on the ballot. Everybody's reporting that he's off the ballot. He's not because they stayed their own ruling. We've got to get into that. I've got a PAGS parody called We're Ending All Your White Privilege. It's a Christmas song, Linda. It sounds very holiday friendly for sure. Um, You know, when I think about Christmas and holidays and seeing the true color of one's heart, I think of Uh white privilege for sure. Uh, Absolutely. Exactly right. So uh, we're going to have that for you coming up next hour. We've got a bunch of great interviews for you. Dr. Carol Swain is on. She is the one who was allegedly plagiarized by this Claudine Gay from Harvard. And she's not very happy about it. She's she's just letting it all, she lets it go. She doesn't hold back on Claudine Gay and what she thinks is really going on. We've also got Senator Ron Johnson on the program. Mike Davis will join us from the Article 3 Project this hour to break down this dumb ruling out of Colorado. We've got got to break down exactly what it is that happened yesterday because it's being falsely reported by a lot of people that former President Donald Trump is not on the ballot anymore. He was taken off the ballot. Well, that will be the end result if, in fact, the Supreme Court doesn't uh, doesn't disagree with what the Colorado Supreme Court did yesterday. The long and short of it is this. The Colorado Supreme Court got the case after lower courts said, you can't take him off the ballot. And four to three, they've got a seven-judge uh, seven panel in Colorado. They decided that, in fact... Because of the the insurrection clause in the 14th Amendment, Donald Trump can be removed from the ballot in Colorado. Then people say, well, just write his name in. Well, if this ruling stands, you can't even write his name in. It won't be counted. So is he still on the ballot? The answer is yes. The court itself stayed its own ruling until January 4th. January 5th is the deadline for the final names to be on the ballot in Colorado. One would have to assume that the United States Supreme Court is going to get this case, and they'll decide it way before uh, January 4th. But, Linda, here's my question, and, and I wonder what you think about this. It should be 9 nothing. That should be easy. If you were somebody who's in the predicting game, and maybe you're not, but, but if you'd like to make a prediction, what do you think the Supreme Court is going to do, the United States Supreme Court? I think it's going to, it should be 9 nothing, in my opinion. I would agree with you. I mean, I think if they're, if they're uh, true constitutionalists and they're following the letter of the law— there's absolutely no way that they can side with these four CBD gummy guys. I mean, it's just not a thing. <laughs> let, let me throw this out at you, though. Katanji Brown-Jackson can't define woman. So it might be eight to one. I mean, it could be, I think, eight to one. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we got a wild card in there for sure. A couple jokers. Um, you know, I mean, unfortunately, I was just talking about this earlier with Anthony. You know, there's... There's been such hope, you know, because we had Kavanaugh, you know, we had uh, Amy Coney Barrett, you know, and um, I just think, you know, I've kind of given up on Roberts. um, But it just, you know, we have Clarence Thomas, we have people in there that truly understand the letter of the law. But I don't know what's happening behind closed doors, you know, when they're writing their papers and kind of going through the process. Like, you know, there just is and there isn't. And it just seems like so much of what isn't becomes what they want it to be as opposed to what it just is. And the bottom line is the 14th Amendment is what it is. You can't change it. It's our Constitution. And these folks in Colorado, 
you know, Newt Gingrich had a tweet out today and he said, so basically four folks in the Supreme Court of the Colorado State Court basically overruled over one million people who voted for President Trump. Yes. That's what happened today. Yes, in one fell swoop. And, and, and very, very wisely said, the court should be, I mean, and again, we can't make assumptions. It should be six to three conservative to, to liberal at this point. Because of John Roberts, it's been six to four a few times, um, uh, or five to four, I should say, uh, a few times. And it shouldn't be. But John Roberts is really, really weak backboned. He, he has very little spine, the guy. But without a doubt, I, I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg, if she were alive, would have voted because this is strictly on the Constitution. So, so for those that don't know, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment were all added after the Civil War. They basically were put in place to make sure you couldn't do this again, the Civil War, the splitting of the states, and to make sure that former slaves got the freedoms and liberties that they deserved and were afforded by the original founding. The idea that the 14th Amendment can be used for, A, anchor babies at the border, which is what they're using every day, and to also disqualify a guy you don't like who's running for president doesn't make any sense. The actual insurrection clause, I think it's the third clause in the 14th Amendment. Uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to read it to you because it's very, very simple. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer in any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such, such disability. Now, what does this mean? It's actually pretty simple. If you were part of the wannabe revolution that separated the states, leading to the war between the states. Linda, I live in Texas. They call it the, the war of northern aggression here. It's the war of northern aggression, the Civil War. Um, if you were part of that confederacy on some sort of leadership level, and you led the rebellion or the insurrection against the United States of America, you couldn't run and hold high office in the reunited United States of America. This had specifically been written to make sure that those who led the separation of this country, that led to 600,000 people dying in the Civil War, could not hold office now in the United States. It has nothing to do with 21st century America. It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden. And and by the way, even if we just read it by the letter of the law, let's say it does apply to everybody for for perpetuity. There was no insurrection. Nobody who was at the Capitol on January 6th has been charged with insurrection. Not one person. Not the most violent rioter who was vandalizing and breaking things has been charged with a specific charge of insurrection. Donald Trump gave a speech that day. He said, I know you're going to go, you're going to march down to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. He did not incite a so-called insurrection. Nobody's been charged with it. He hasn't been charged with it. Nobody's been convicted of it because they haven't been charged of it. So how exactly is it that four doofuses, and I say that lovingly, in Colorado, can make a decision that this guy somehow is guilty of insurrection? And also, I don't know if you, if you listen, but at the end of it, Congress literally can say, yeah, this insurrection clause can be thrown out by us. We can, by two-thirds vote in both the House and the, and the Senate, can say there is no insurrection clause. So the idea 
that you can, 150 years after the Civil War, decide to keep a guy off the ballot by alleging and asserting that he ran some insurrection on the country is laughable. By the way, an insurrection, you'd have a bunch of guns and stuff. You know how many guns, how many firearms were found on people who went to the Capitol on January 6th? Zero. Not one. So, so Linda, it begs the question, are they just this scared of the guy? Because if you can't stand Donald Trump and you want to beat him in the, in the election, just beat him in the election. Why, why do you have to go through all this crap to try to stop him from being, uh, him even being eligible? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, the, I think there's a few problems. The first is, and I've said this a million times, both about the Russia collusion hoax and all of the investigative efforts that, you know, Mueller put forth and the, you know, the millions of taxpayer dollars we wasted on it from Horowitz to Mueller and, you know, Ray's involvement there and, you know, all that money and they didn't find a single tie. Nothing. And what I what I always say to Democrats, you know, or people who hate Trump, I, it's really just not like a Democrat problem. It's, you know, it's like a psychosis of these, yes. like, you know, I hate Trump people. But I always ask them the same thing. I say, you know, where's the proof? Because I'm just telling you right now, if these people that hate Trump with all of their heart and soul, I mean, they he he lives rent free in their minds all day long. And there is no doubt about that. You think for one second, if they found something, this guy wouldn't be right now sitting in a jail cell? Of course, of course he, would. he would. Yeah. Of course he would. And where is he? He's playing golf. That's what <laughs> That's he's right. doing. Okay. He's, doing he's out ra- playing he's golf rallies. right now. Yeah. He's perfecting his swing. He's getting more <laughs> Americans to love him. So guess what? Epic fail, total waste of taxpayer dollars. And now you got these four and these four individuals are all Democrat appointed Three of them went to Ivy League schools, so you know they got brainwashed there, you know, and they they are they are seeing their cause. Their reason for this is because he um, uh, he he did engage. He engaged in the alleged rebellion. So there's no actual confirmation of insurrection. They just had new things that came out last week about J6. And now we don't have any of the tapes. We don't have any of the testimonies. We don't have any of the depositions. Everything has suddenly disappeared. I mean, at some point, folks, you got to use your common sense and ask, putting everything else aside, is there a reason why elected officials are unable to keep depositions in a protected skiff at least? If you, I mean, if you're that afraid of losing it, the whole thing is just a bunch of crap. And now you got to, you got to love that Adam Schiff is still, you brought up Russia collusion. He's still to this day pushing the idea that Russia interfered in the election. Kamala Harris a week and a half ago was on camera at some speech literally saying Russia interfered in the 2016 election. Is she is she doing an insurrection do you think by saying that? Well, I think that I think that you know Ethan and I talk about this a lot too. Ethan and 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 I have this montage that we've gone over and we've added to it over the years. And it's basically all of these Democrats talking about various elections and how not my president. I mean, we had millions of people marching, not my president, in their hats during the women's march and all this other baloney, right? And it's like, are all those people insurrectionists? What about the Antifa people that sat inside the Capitol Hall in the rotunda two weeks ago? Are all those people insurrectionists? You know, it's it's such it's. It's so beyond the pale at this point. And I think the thing that aggravates both me, both you, and and all of the listeners on both your show and Sean's show is, okay, so we know what the problems are. Now what? So what can we do? What do we do? Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't see one Republican aside from a handful of them, and I do mean one handful, doing anything. 
Yeah. Not a dang thing. I agree. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do that on the other side. Ethan actually has the montage, so maybe we'll hit that. I would, yeah, let's do that when we come back from break, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, the number's as usual, 800-941-7326, 800-941-SEAN. You can go and find me at joepags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. I'm pushing toward 200,000 uh, on the X or Twitter, whatever we're calling it now. So stop by there, Joe Talk Show there. Joe Talk Show on Instagram will be 300,000 there soon. If you like the, these videos that I do, and then I yell, come on, at the end. come on. I yell that at the end of the videos for some reason. We come back, that montage, more in the 14th Amendment, Mike Davis at the bottom of the hour on the Sean Hannity Show. Stay here. Glad to have you the Sean Hannity Show. Your boy Joe Pags in for Sean. Linda's alongside as well. Ethan's here too. Oh, we were talking about this, this montage before we hit the break. Linda, do you, do you need to set it up or is it self-explanatory? I mean, it's just basically Dem saying that, you know, not my president and that it's okay to contradict what the election results are and just, you know, total hypocrisy on the left. Ethan, give it to us. We actually won the last presidential election, folks. They stole the last presidential election. And Al Gore won that election. I think he won it anyway. Actually, I think I carried Florida. A court took away a presidency. You and others participated in what I call the United States there's no doubt in my mind that Al Gore was elected president. The Supreme yeah, yes, Court elected the president. Yes. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, although not the presidency. Not every vote was being counted. Our candidate had won the popular vote, and the only way they could win the election was to stop the voting in Florida. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election. And he was put in the office because the Russians interfered. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. So that was a very tainted election. And, and in that sense, it's illegitimate. He's an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice president? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. He knows he's an illegitimate president. We have a president who, if in fact it is proven, uh, has been assisted by the Russians and may in fact not be a legitimate president. You said you believe that Russia's interference altered the outcome of the election. I do. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. Stolen emails. Stolen drone. Stolen drone. Stolen election. Welcome to the world of unprecedented Trump. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Constantly shifting vote tallies in Ohio and malfunctioning electronic machines, which may not have paper receipts, have led to additional loss of confidence. I arranged to meet Senator Kerry at a fundraiser to give him a copy of my book. He told me he now thinks the election was stolen. I'm not confident that the election in Ohio was fairly decided. We know that there was substantial voter suppression and the machines were not reliable. We cannot declare that the election of November 2nd, 2004 was free and clear and transparent. The right to vote has been stolen from qualified voters. Some machines malfunctioned, causing votes to be counted more I than once. We probably play this return. Let's back out of this before we hit the break. Ethan, amazing. Linda, amazing. I mean, that you could probably play something like that for like an hour and a half and i'm guessing that everybody in that video in that audio and video we just we just saw and heard is not sitting in jail and doesn't face insurrection charges and can be on any ballot they want right yeah that was them using their first amendment rights they still exist on the left trump doesn't have first amendment right you and i don't really have them either it's amazing to me that's what they do. When we come back, it'll be Mike Davis from the Article 3 Project. He's an expert on the law, and he's going to fill us in on how wrong this ruling is in Colorado and much more. It's Joe Pags in for Sean Hannity.